because I was a student here, I knew maybe what the place was lacking when I was here. And I wanted to kind of offer something different to students. The following is a production of Monte Vista Christian School. Welcome to the Alumni Spotlight Podcast, part of the Stampede Network at Monta Vista Christian School. I am your host and faculty member, Devin Kleffer, and today I'm joined in the studio by the one and only, he's not only an MVC alum, but he's also a current MVC faculty member, and that is Mr. Laramie Holtzclaw. Mr. Holtzclaw, Laramie, welcome to the studio. Thank you. So listen, I, I want to go back in time, if we can, and let's just talk about what is your first memory of Monta Vista Christian School? Oh, man. It was before I was even a student here, and we came out in the evening for some reason. My parents were friends with the Abishans. A lot of people know Mike and Cheryl Abishan. Came out in the evening for some reason, maybe like a Bible study, maybe a dinner at their place, right? And I remember walking back to our vehicle at night, it's all dark, along the quad, and I just remember seeing a couple like big baseball players who must have been just done with practice or something, Yeah, and just going like, wow, this is a cool place. (laughs) So that's my, my first memory. That's, yeah. that's incredible. And yeah. so uh, how far between then and when you actually became a student out here? I'm guessing that would have been sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. So uh, I came as a high school student. Okay. Yeah. So ninth grade was my first year. Came with a bunch of uh, kids from Aptos Junior High. Okay. Yeah. And so you roll up on campus as a Mustang. And what are some of those early memories of being a student here? I remember, uh, you know, our crew trying to find out where to sit, right? Yeah. So we sat, <laughs> we sat along the, the little uh, concrete wall just outside the uh, the cafeteria. Okay. And just trying to find people to sit with and people, yeah. you know. And, and we knew people from, you know, youth groups. We knew people from different churches, uh, from previous elementary schools yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, just trying to find your tribe, sitting on the wall, you know, watching. Right, <laughs> hoping the upperclassmen didn't make eye contact exactly, with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, and that was the thing, too. I remember... As a freshman, uh, there was a dude named Chuck Jones, and he w- he was a senior, but yeah. the guy was like a man, like yeah. beyond a man. So I know Chuck because we yeah. coach football together yeah. at SoCal High. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's every bit of like six six. Yeah, and at the time, I mean, he must have been probably close to three hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, you know, I was tall. Yeah, right? I was a decent size, but just you dwarf in comparison to these <laughs> upperclassmen right, who were just right. so massive. Right, right. Yeah. That's incredible. And, and so from the perspective of arriving here, finding your tribe, finding your people, and then going through and actually becoming alum, what are some of the other things you recall fondly of those four years as a high school student here? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's the teachers that I'm most fond mm. of. And uh, freshman year, I had a guy named uh, Bill Samuelson. Okay. Who was just kind of a laid back, chill surfer guy who played the guitar. Nice. He kept having, he and his wife kept having children. And so I think they kind of like, uh, bred themselves out of this place. <laughs> they had to move up to the mountains. Um, but I, yeah, I just remember having a lot of respect for him, yeah. who he was as a person. Yeah. Um, sophomore year, I had, uh, I think it was John Malinowski for biology. Okay. He, at that point, he was not married. Um, and just a guy who I could look up to. Like, that's okay. a guy I would want to be like. That's a guy I want to interact with. Um, and really, the, the personality he was in the classroom, mm-hmm. just kind of easygoing, but requiring things of students and holding them accountable. Right, right. Um, a lot of what he did is is kind of what I patterned myself on, I think. Oh, that's outstanding. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, you know, a lot of people have come on this campus. You've been here long enough as faculty to know that we have these things called open houses. And at one point, faculty were actually giving 
tour groups, basically a, a lay of the campus and stuff. But regardless of people come here as prospective families, people that have come on here for business relations, a lot of people leave here and go, like, there's something about this campus, but I can't quite put my finger on it. How would you describe that? Yeah, the only thing I can say, uh, you know, I don't know if this is cheesy, but um, this is a place God has decided to be, Mm -hmm. right? And I feel that sometimes more than others. Yeah, Um, yeah. But yeah, God is here. Mm. And the people who are here, um, you know, at least nine out of ten of them, right? Right. (laughs) Most of us, we're here because we worship God Mm. and we want to push kids and pull kids and invite kids um, to better things. Yeah. And uh, so I think maybe that's what they feel. I think that allows for a kind of that family vibe. You know, people trust each other. People know each other. People right. enjoy each other. Right. And I think when people come to an open house or they come as, you know, the shadow program as a student or whatever, they see that we genuinely enjoy each other, I think. Yeah, that's so well put. I'd be curious just to kind of continue on that road a little bit. You know, as we're recording this, it's homecoming week 2019. We're about to have a ceremony that's going to name some buildings here on campus. Certainly since you've been here as a student and even more so probably as a faculty member the last few years, there's been a lot of growth on campus as far as physical structure, as far as the number of kids enrolled here. What are some of the the bigger changes you remember just in your time here, both as student and faculty? Yeah, I mean, part of it is just the the size of the school. I think Mm. when I was here as a high school kid, uh, our class sizes were like, you know, 120 kids in in my senior class, something like that. And so we've some years we've pushed close to 200 kids in a a graduating class. Right. right? So it's it's fuller, uh, which is usually a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, you know, when different administrators come, it seems like they're one of the administrative skills is putting signs up, right? Mm, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, so there. If you haven't been on this campus, if you're listening to this and you haven't been on this campus for ten years, but I would say even the last two or three years, right, right. And you're curious, like, come and look at this place, right? It's yeah. a it's a growing place. Uh, I think it will surprise you what this place mm. looks like. Um, and it's a, it's a comfortable, beautiful place. Yeah, you know? I, I concur 100%. Let's look at things from a, a faculty perspective. Um, you chose to come here, back to your alma mater, and actually be a teacher here. What was involved in the decision to come back to Monta Vista Christian? Just the, uh, the practical thing was that I was tired of school, right? Mm. I, so I graduated from UC Santa Cruz, spring of 2000. I wanted a break. I wanted to get married. I needed a job, right? So that, there, there was that element. Monte Vista <laughs> needed bodies in the classroom. Um, the other side of it, though, is is uh, there were so many of my classmates, people I went to school with, who yeah. fell away from Christ mm. quickly. Mm. And that bothered me. Yeah. And so actually, I remember before, as I, I think as I was applying, I wrote a, a letter to the guy who le- was the head of the Bible department. Okay. I just said, hey, I would love to join this Bible department. Here are the reasons. People fall away quickly. I mm. think we could do something different. Mm. Right? I ended up getting, I think, hired to do, it was a, like a hybrid role, you know, some English. I was a lit major. Yeah. Um, some English and, you know, speech and debate and journalism and Western Civ and things like that. Yeah. And I was happy to do it, and I'm glad that's where I, where I ended up. Um, but, yeah, it was just because I was a student here, 
I knew maybe what the place was lacking when I was here. Mm. And I wanted to kind of offer something different to students. Yeah. And because I came back, you know, it was four years later when I came back. I was 22 when I was hired. Um, what was great those first couple of years is I went to school with their brothers and sisters, right? Wow, yeah. And, uh, and so I could speak to them um, through that lens, and I had that credibility as somebody that they were comfortable with. Right. You know, somebody that they were familiar with. And, uh, yeah, my, when I was hired, my thought was, I don't know if I'm qualified, but I'm just going to show up and do what I want to do. And if they keep me, they keep me. If they fire me, they fire me. Well, there you go. And so this year marks how many years as a faculty member? This is number 20. Wow, that's incredible. Well, congratulations on the milestone. I'd love to know, you know, we talk a lot in the last couple of years here about this word family and what that means. And I know that that word means a lot of different things to different people. From your perspective, how do you think Monta Vista best achieves what family is all about? Um, I think, you know, outside just that, the typical structure of mom, dad, and kids, um, we as Christians are children of God. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that makes us unique is I think most of us realize that and most of us do see each other as brothers and sisters. Yeah. And I see not only the, the kids who are currently Christian as brothers and sisters, but I see all the other ones as potential brothers and sisters, right? Mm. Like, I want to be your brother and sister. Right. So I think that drives some of us, um, is that we really do believe spiritually we are united, you know? We are part of the same body. Uh, we come from the same father, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think because we believe that, and because I think that's been a, a part of the mission since the beginning of this place, um, that it's it's still here and it, it drives so much of what we do, right? Mm. We are family because we're united in Christ. Yeah. Well said. I, I love that. I think you hit the nail on the head with that. I'd love to know, as we begin to kind of transition and, and land the plane for today, land the Mustang plane for today, um, I'd love to know, from your perspective as alumni, what is something that you would want present students and even future students to really know about what it means to be a Mustang and the legacy of Monta Vista Christian School. My, my hope, and you know, every once in a while I get an email from a former student or run into a former classmate or whatever. It seems like so many people, even though you, you might be critical of your high school experience, especially when you're in it. Absolutely. And maybe a couple years after it. Yeah. When people reflect, they realize it, it's a different place. Mm-hmm. It was a better place. Um, I was at a, a wedding recently for a, a classmate. And some of the people I was with at the table, they were Monte Vista grads, right? And they said, yeah, you know what? It was different. It was special. We were close. Like, you might have had your clicks, but we all loved each other. Right, hung out. right, right. So part of it is just appreciate that this is a different place and it's a special place. Um, and part of it is I think so many of us teachers hope that you carry whatever we gave you of Christ with you, mm-hmm. right? So as you go into the world— you're a Mustang, and that might feel cheesy or whatever. I mean, for me it is, but you were here. What was here, take with you, mm. right? Um, and hopefully it's a positive thing. Hopefully it's a thing that what you take with you is pointing you um, to seeing others as your brothers and sisters or potential brothers and sisters, right? Right. And right. So, um, hopefully what you take with you are just skills, um, communication skills, thinking skills, 
But I think really for me, it's that empathetic heart that I want to push kids out of here with. You know? Yeah. So. Wow. Laramie, thank you for hanging out with us today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the MVC Alumni Spotlight. Be sure to visit us at mvcs.org where you can explore our entire archive of episodes, become a financial supporter, or apply to be featured in a future episode.